Facebook has to pay a record-breaking $5 billion penalty to settle Federal Trade Commission charges over breaking a previous FTC order and deceiving users over privacy controls. But it doesn't just end at the fine. Facebook also has to submit to new restrictions and a modified corporate structure that holds the platform accountable for its user privacy decisions. Some lawmakers and privacy experts equate this hefty fine to a slap on the wrist, considering the company brought in over $55 billion last year. However, Facebook's chief financial officer warned that the new orders imposed by the settlement and other nations could seriously limit the company's use of consumer data. Facebook is expecting its profit margins for its ad business to be severely impacted by these changes. My name is Emily Molly, and you're watching or listening to Subverse News. Before we go further, make sure you check out our articles on Minds.com and Medium, and you can also check out our podcast. Those links and more are in the description below. In a press conference, FTC Chairman Joe Simons described the significance of this massive fine. The magnitude of the $5 billion civil penalty we have imposed is unprecedented in global privacy enforcement. This penalty is more than 200 times greater than the largest privacy penalty previously imposed in the United States and is more than 20 times greater than the largest fine imposed in Europe pursuant to the EU's General Data Protection Regulation. $5 billion is approximately 9% of Facebook's 2018 revenue and approximately 23% of its 2018 profit. This penalty is also one of the largest civil penalties for any type of conduct in U.S. history, alongside cases involving enormous environmental damage and massive financial fraud. The enormity of this penalty resets the baseline for privacy cases and serves as an important deterrent for future violations. Mark Zuckerberg also addressed the fine and the new framework to Facebook employees. Privacy is more central than ever to our vision for the future. And we're going to change the way that we operate uh, across the whole company, from the leadership down and the ground up. We're going to change how we build products. And if we don't, then we're going to be held accountable for it. You know, I've said a number of times in the past that I believe that companies should be held accountable uh, on privacy. And this is what accountability looks like. Right? As part of this settlement, we have to pay a, a major fine, and there are now very clear rules around how we need to operate on this. And I believe that this is going to help us serve our community better by making sure that the work that we do is up to the standards that everyone expects from us. The Department of Justice is filing a complaint on behalf of the Federal Trade Commission, alleging that Facebook repeatedly used deceptive disclosures and settings to undermine user privacy settings, violating its 2012 FTC order, and allowing them to share user data with third-party apps, downloaded not by the user themselves, but by their friends. It also alleges that Facebook took inadequate steps to deal with apps it knew were violating its platform policies. The FTC imposed a 20-year settlement order that creates more accountability at the board of directors level. It establishes an independent privacy committee and removes total control by Mark Zuckerberg over decisions relating to user privacy. The members of the privacy committee will be appointed by an independent nominating committee and can only be fired by a supermajority of Facebook's board of directors. The FTC published an infographic for the new privacy compliance system that shows a multi-layered incentive structure of accountability, transparency, and oversight. The order also claims to improve accountability on an individual level. Facebook must designate compliance officers responsible for the platform's privacy program. The officers must then be approved by the new board privacy committee and can only be removed by that committee, not by any Facebook employee. 
Both compliance officers and Mark Zuckerberg himself must independently submit quarterly certifications that the company is in compliance with the order, and any false certification will open them to civil and criminal penalties. External oversight of Facebook is also strengthened by the order. The third-party assessor will evaluate the effectiveness and shortcomings of the privacy program. The assessments of the third party will be based on independent fact-gathering, sampling, and testing without relying on assertions by Facebook management. Facebook is prohibited from making misrepresentations to this third-party assessor, which can be approved or removed by the FTC, who is now authorized to use discovery tools provided by the Federal Rules of Civil Procedure to monitor Facebook's compliance. These orders don't just cover Facebook, but WhatsApp and Instagram as well. And Facebook has to do a privacy review of every new or modified product, service, or practice before its implementation. The order also requires Facebook to document incidents when the data of 500 or more users is compromised and its effort to address the incident. This information must be given to the commission and the assessor within 30 days of the incident's discovery. According to the FTC's press release, the order imposes significant new privacy requirements, including Facebook must exercise greater oversight over third-party apps, including by terminating app developers that fail to certify that they are in compliance with Facebook's platform policies or fail to justify their need for specific user data. Facebook is prohibited from using telephone numbers obtained to enable a security feature, like two-factor authentication, for advertising. Facebook must provide clear and conspicuous notice of its use of facial recognition technology and obtain affirmative express user consent prior to any use that materially exceeds its prior disclosures to users. Facebook must establish, implement, and maintain a comprehensive data security program. Facebook must encrypt user passwords and regularly scan to detect whether any passwords are stored in plain text. And Facebook is prohibited from asking for email passwords to other services when consumers sign up for its services. The 2012 FTC order that Facebook allegedly violated prohibited the platform from making misrepresentations about the privacy or security of users' personal information and the extent to which it shares that information with third parties. In May 2012, Facebook added a disclosure to its privacy settings page, stating that information shared with a user's friends can be shared with the apps those friends use. The FTC claims that four months after their 2012 order was finalized, Facebook removed the disclosure, even though it continued sharing that data. When Facebook launched services like Privacy Shortcuts and Privacy Checkup, it claimed to be letting users manage their privacy settings. But the company failed to disclose that even by selecting the most restrictive settings, Facebook could still share that user's information with third-party apps used by friends unless they went to the app setting page and opted out of the sharing, which was not disclosed anywhere in the privacy settings. Even though Facebook announced in 2014 they would stop letting third-party developers collect data about users' friends, they still kept telling developers they could collect the data until 2015 if they already had an existing app on the platform. The FTC claims Facebook waited until at least June 2018 to stop this sharing of user information and that they didn't even screen developers or apps before giving them access to user data. Developers were required to agree to Facebook's policies and terms when registering their app with the platform, but they would only administer the consequences after the violations occurred, which was after the developers already had the user data. The complaint also says Facebook didn't consistently enforce their policies and even based its enforcement on whether Facebook financially benefited from the arrangements with the developer. There's still more, though. 
The FTC claims that Facebook misrepresented the user's ability to control the use of facial recognition with their account settings. The FTC press release states, according to the complaint, Facebook's data policy updated in April 2018 was deceptive to tens of millions of users who have Facebook's facial recognition setting called tag suggestions because that setting was turned on by default. And the updated data policy suggested that users would need to opt into having facial recognition enabled for their accounts. In addition to these violations of its 2012 order, the FTC alleges that Facebook violated the FTC Act's prohibition against deceptive practices when it told users it would collect their phone numbers to enable a security feature, but did not disclose that it also used those numbers for advertising purposes. Facebook released a statement briefly mentioning the agreement with the FTC and the new framework for privacy protection, as well as pointing out mistakes while very much downplaying the FTC's allegations. The statement says, Recently, a third party alerted us to a bug, which led us to investigate and find that, unfortunately, our code base had enabled continued data access for some of these partners. Although we have not found evidence that any data was used in violation of our policies, we are restricting their access today. Of the dozen partners that we identified continuing to access data, only two, Microsoft and Sony, continued to access limited types of friends data. This was old code supporting known experiences for people, such as being able to use Facebook on PlayStation or to sync their friends' contact information with another service. Based on our previous commitments, we are ending these partners' access to friend data immediately. This was our mistake, and we are correcting it. In addition to the FTC settlement, without admitting or denying any wrongdoing, Facebook agreed to pay a $100 million fine to settle charges by the U.S. Securities and Exchange Commission that the platform misled its investors for over two years about the misuse of user data. According to an SEC press release published yesterday, Facebook discovered the misuse of its users' information in 2015, but did not correct its existing disclosure for more than two years. Instead, Facebook continued to tell investors that our users' data may be improperly accessed, used, or disclosed. According to the SEC complaint, Facebook reinforced this false impression when it told news reporters who were investigating Cambridge Analytica's use of Facebook user data that it had discovered no evidence of wrongdoing. When the company finally did disclose the incident in March 2018, its stock price dropped. The complaint added that during 2014 and 2015, Facebook had no specific policies or procedures to assess the results of their investigation for making accurate disclosures in public filings. Stephanie Avakian, co-director of the SEC's Enforcement Division, said, Public companies must accurately describe the material risks to their business. As alleged in our complaint, Facebook presented the risk of misuse of user data as hypothetical when they knew user data had, in fact, been misused. Public companies must have procedures in place to make accurate disclosures about material business risks. We're always going to be keeping an eye on Facebook and data privacy, so stay tuned to this channel for more videos every Monday through Thursday at 7 p.m. If you want to see more from me and the Subverse team, we're also going to be hosting an interactive live stream tomorrow where you can ask us questions and hear us talk about Subverse developments and news stories. If you want to support the work we do, you can donate to our PayPal, Patreon, or Subscribestar, linked in the description below. You can also subscribe to our new channels, linked in the description. If you want to see more news from us, go find our articles on Minds.com and Medium. You can also hear those articles narrated on our Subverse News podcast, which is now on Google, Apple, Spotify, and most other places you can find podcasts. Thanks for watching, and we'll see you next time.